Welcome to Slaking Thirsts, a podcast that's all about bringing the thirst deep within our hearts for love and communion to the heart of Christ, a divine heart, who is seeking our love and communion in return. The hope is that the two thirsts would meet and both thirsts would be slaked. As we come to uh, Wednesday of Holy Week, which the church in her tradition has referred to as Spy Wednesday, when Judas the Iscariot goes to hand Jesus over. You know, centuries before the events we just heard narrated in the gospel, centuries before those events, David the psalmist wrote this. This is Psalm 55. I would haste to find me a shelter from the raging wind and tempest. Destroy their plans, O Lord. Confuse their tongues, for I see violence and strife in the city. Day and night they go around it on its walls, and mischief and trouble are within it. Ruin is in its midst. Oppression and fraud do not depart from its marketplace. It is not an enemy who taunts me. Then I could have bore it. It is not an adversary who deals insolently with me than I could have hidden from it. But it is you, my intimate friend, my companion. We used to hold sweet converse together. Within God's house we walked in fellowship. Let death come upon them. Let them go down to Sheol alive. Let them go away in terror into their graves. It's not an enemy who taunts me. It's not an adversary who's come against me. It's my intimate friend. I just find it remarkable that even this aspect of fallen humanity, the Lord wanted to taste, the Lord wanted to enter into, the reality of betrayal, he took this upon himself too. I want us just for a moment this morning to linger on Judas's question, where he approaches the high priest's and asks, what are you willing to give me if I hand him over to you? Just contrast that question with what we saw in the gospel yesterday. The scene, or was it Monday? I forget now. But the scene where Jesus comes into the house in Bethany And the woman breaks open the alabaster jar of costly, fragrant nard and pours it all over him, a leader, right? And it was Judas who said in the moment, this should have been sold and the proceeds given to the poor, not that he cared about the poor. And now you've got Judas bartering with the high priest over 30 pieces of silver, the price of the Son of Man. The radical prodigality of this woman on on her part, silently offering this witness of love to the Lord, and then Jesus, or then Judas, again, thinking pragmatically, what can I get out of this? The Greek verb paradosis appears twice in this gospel, twice in this sentence, and about 15 more times throughout the Passion narrative. The word there, what will you give me? Paradosis, if I give him to you. Paradosis, it's, it, think of like a teeter-totter, a give and take. It's, it's to, to hand over, to exchange, right? 
There's something immensely powerful about this verb. It, it signals something that's at the very heart of the mystery of the incarnation, the mystery of Christ. Right? John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave, paradosis, his only begotten Son. Or Romans 8.32, where Paul says, He who did not spare his own Son, but gave him up, again, paradosis, for us all, will he not also give us all things with him? The first to enact the paradosis, the handing over, the giving, is the Father. The Father gives the Son. The Father gives the Son over to humanity. And when he did that, it looks like the nativity. Picture the nativity. Picture Christ and his pristine humanity, adorable, nestled within the breast of Mary, nursing this perfect little God-man. And then the Son willingly allows himself to be handed over, paradosis, again into the hands of sinners. No one takes my life from me, he says. I lay it down freely of my own accord. That the paradosis that Judas is enacting, that he's scheming and contriving with the high priest's it's only because the Lord had already handed himself over. Right there at the Last Supper, after he had washed their feet, he takes bread and gives it to them. Take this, all of you, eat of it. This is my body given for you. Paradosis. He's handing himself over. And then once the Son of Man has been taken into the hands of sinners, when we give him back, it looks like the pieta. When God gives himself to humanity, it looks like the nativity. And when humanity gives God back to God, it looks like the pieta. At the heart of all of this, at the heart of this mystery that we're just basically gazing into the darkness here, what we're seeing is the willingness in God's part, the willingness in God's heart to be given. Like Jesus gives himself into the hands of his betrayer. He gives himself to the apostles. He gives himself, he hands himself, the entirety of himself over to you and me. Every single mass, every single day, the paradosis of Christ, it continues today, like right here. There's a prayer that the Eastern Rite Church prays before they receive the Eucharist. They pray that their reception of communion would not be for the Lord like Judas's kiss. That'd be a good prayer for us to pray. We're not all that different from him. The rest of the apostles were not all that different from him. The only difference between Peter and Judas is that Peter came back. It's the only difference. Jesus, in his paradosis, in the self-gift of this entire week, this entire mystery, it's placed right there upon your hand, right there upon your tongue. May it not be for him as Judas's kiss. Amen.